Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Back to another episode of Topic Thunder, episode two three eight. I'm joined today by two lovely gentlemen. First up, both in Oklahoma, but first up is Alex Roy. Got Alex Roy in TTB. What's up, Alex? Nothing much, man. Just glad to be on with you guys. Heck yeah! And then we got Jerry Gerald at Gerald Amir. Uh, not his last name, despite what people have been thinking on Twitter. Uh, Gerald, <laughs> what is going on with you? The mm-hmm. the prince the prince yes it is apparently Arabic for prince I learned that <laughs> yes just now yes you're welcome uh, I'm expanding vocabularies internationally daily and um, just hanging out I have my daughter who is crawling now um, and she was just outside the door trying to get in so she's all over the place mm-hmm. uh, living that life right now it's nuts. Baby's loving the dream. Baby, baby's Damien Lillard. <laughs> I had <to> throw it. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> every time we have a baby talk, I have to, I have to throw that in now. Uh, but no, we got other news. Uh, today, we had Sam Presti do the most recent video conference, uh, which was uh, attended by some of the, the media members, the bigger media members, it sounds like. Um, I did get quite a few little quotes from Andrew Select, Eric Horn, Royce. They're all kind of tweeting stuff out live. Um, basically, so the highlights of it, um, at least the, uh, so two things, I guess, were the uh, more important was, excuse me, I guess the first is that he led off with a pretty uh, well thought out and pretty lengthy statement about what's been going on in our country. Uh, if you, I mean, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's literally like three pages long of text, but... Dude, you have a really good reading voice. You should actually do it. No. <laughs> I can't read. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, he, he's... Uh, it's our subject. Yeah. Literacy. <laughs> the issue with my family. But no, he, he, uh, he had a pretty a great... Uh, what was, there was a line Andrew put out... Um, and now I'm forgetting what it is, because like I said... Man, that whole thing was just great. And I think my favorite part of it was one that wasn't quoted out, you know, by any of the big guys, um, as you call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Sam is just the most eloquent SOB, I think, in the history of time. <clears throat> like, and and don't, don't, give, it. Don't, give Sam t- don't give Sam time to come up with a, you know, with, no. with a... 
with a quote or with anything. You know, when he does that, he kills it completely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The quote I was looking for, by the way, I found it. It's uh, listening isn't to soothe the listener. It's to inform the listener of how they can help, uh, which was part of his introduction statement. Um, yeah, the whole thing was really, really well done. Um, he was uh, in a gist in favor of what a lot of, uh, I guess, pretty much all of our players have been have been guessing. I don't think, I know Chris Paul has tweeted about it. Um, I don't recall if anyone else has been like super active about it, but it's pretty understood that Thunder are uh, part mm -hmm. of this Black Lives Matter movement that's been going on again. Uh, resurgence rather uh from this george floyd um tragedy and so he's clearly on the side of his team that was somewhat expected um yeah it was just it was a good statement to open up with yeah i think my favorite i'm just gonna read mine real quick because i think it's the most impactful um he says i don't really have the words i don't have them but i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing either in these situations because I think what we need more now than words are actions. Like, Ooh. totally agree, Sam. Totally agree. Yeah, he yeah. had me there, hook on sinker. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, the so I mean the other th less important thing, relatively speaking, uh, was about Andre Roberson is injury his status. Robertson. Robertson. Robertson, sorry. Robertson. Robertson. Uh, it's R-O-B-E. That's robe. You say robe. I'm always going to say it. Person. So no, if it has a T there after the R, what do you do? But it doesn't. I say Robertson. No, no, but I'm just asking, how do you pronounce it? If there was a T there, I would say Robertson. I say it that way, but there's no T, so it's Robertson. So why does the T change the O? I don't know, Jerry. Just does. <laughs> English is a weird T language and the T ones I make up. T's have no influence on vowels. Nope. <laughs> not, not one. Yeah, that guy, the guy we've been thinking will come back forever. Uh, I, there's been a few reports. I was pretty skeptical at first because I, I didn't really see where this was coming from, where he was saying he's ready to go. Uh, I saw, like, some a fan like basically fan sites thunder fan sites saying that but there was nothing from any official okc pr team that was like yeah he's feeling better well, so i don't know what to think of that one man is 100 percent healthy because he was throwing that baseball like a champ <clears throat> with rachel that one video um no but i don't expect us to really come out and say anything when have we ever like it's just our that's our MO, you know what I mean? Until they're literally like on the floor that night, like about to play, we usually have no freaking clue. Um, and I like it that way. So I think he's coming back, to be honest with you. And I Ooh. think it's perfect timing. Um, me personally, I think if he, if he makes it back during this stretch, and mind you, I have no clue about any relationships behind the scenes, whether he's burned bridges or built bridges, you know, after everything sort of blew up. Um, nor I don't think any of us have heard anything or, you know, anything leaked out about. Uh, so I think that you put a somewhat healthy Andre out on the floor come playoff time. Watch out. You know what I mean? He could just really help out. And I think he can help Dort even more. 
you can help Hammy even more, Ferg even more. And that's the one that I think he could really impact is Ferg. So uh, I'm all for it. Ooh. I'm all for it. Yeah. So I think uh, so. I think in the in the press conference, uh, didn't Presty basically say that he has to clear some, yeah, some bridges the, or clear some boundaries, something like the, that. The quote was, "We need we have to clear another bridge," which I thought was an interesting way of phrasing it. And uh, I so it's such a Presty quote. Yeah, I mean, he's like well, you said, Jerry. He's very much like not going to give any give away his hand. He was very. Just like it was basically a non-answer to the the question. Um, when I think that right there, that metaphor that he used right there, though, personally, whenever I read that, I took it as him saying, "Like, listen, the season got put on hold, and usually a guy has to come back by this certain amount of time to become playoff eligible." Right. You know, like what are we gonna do there? I wonder if some of those concrete rules have been hammered out. I mean, we still don't know that we can sign Lou yet. Right. And to so that me, that's was, a little ridiculous. That was the other weird thing that's still not cleared up in another major topic from this press conference. Uh, it's so Presty basically said they don't know what the deal is. Obviously, they can, they want him. Um, and he was clear about that. Uh, but the, I mean, essentially, he, he, he doesn't know what's going to go on with the two way players because it's, such a weird time i think when i think when lou or i mean when the thunder season ended lou had like three days left on his contract or something really small like they were yeah, just that about many. to sign him and yeah. it was just really bad timing so uh i don't know i i feel like it's unfair to other teams that may have two-way players that they want to use as well to just be like yeah we we were gonna let you guys sign him in the regular season but we ran out but we didn't get to it and now we're just not gonna let like that doesn't really seem fair to Lou I'm, or any yeah. of the other two players. I I think I think there's I think Woj or somebody or Shams Shams has been, well, let me just say Shams has been kicking Woj's butt as far mm-hmm. as breaking news when it comes to all of this. But yes. <laughs> um, so I think I heard from one of them was that one of the things that they're going to kind of put into place is they have to have parameters built in to help the team out in case somebody does pop positive on a team. Right. And so they have to have like they're gonna have to have a reserve of a couple players to to be there in case that does happen. And I think in one of those cases, I think um, like two way players are eligible to be to get a contract um, when they come back into Orlando. Uh, I think that's one of the things I read. And so okay, you know it'd that's be right. very easy to go ahead. And, but then but then that kind of then that kind of asks the question like what. Dort, I don't think Dort is has proven himself to be more than a minimum contract, you know, rookie player. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think he could probably get like a, a three year, you know, ten million dollar contract pretty much just off, you know, just right off the off the cuff, you know. So it'd too be interesting much. to see. You think that's too much? Yeah. I've been, okay. Yeah, I've been hearing uh I mean this is again not really confirmed, but I've been hearing like multi year five to ten. I think 10 is like the highest. Okay. What? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Multi year 10 total. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 10 yeah. Per. 10, 10 uh, overall. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, dang. He's, <laughs> he's, getting, he's getting a Dre deal. <laughs> yeah. He was, he's getting, so that's all. Dang. 
Very that, that Dre money's being transferred over real quick. Yeah, <laughs> that singular contract. We had to put it somewhere. That's probably how he's been living off of what what he's been living off for the last like two months because he hasn't been paid. Jeez. Uh, but yeah, he it's it's still not clear at this point. If Pressy doesn't know, nobody knows. Um, so we're just gonna have to kind of wait and see on that. Um, but yeah, everyone everyone seems to be uh, optimistic once again about Dre and. I mean, and, and we're all going to be let down again. I was going to say, I'm not, I'm not falling for this again. I'm not. This is like I the am fifth time. Dying on this mountain just because I want to see him come Jerry's, back. Like he is such a nice guy. Now he is such a nice guy, and he yeah. deserves it, man. He's, I mean, I, I would, hey, I would, I would love, I would love to I'm like, for him. go into a playoff. Yeah, I mean, too, but I, I would love to go into a playoff matchup like against the Clippers or something like that, and like just release Dort. And Robertson out on George and Kawhi, and just see how they do, man. Just, I mean, yeah. I think that would be great. I think, I think we would have the the antithesis to their antithesis. You know what I'm saying? Whoa. Like, I think it would be great to see that. You like that, huh? Uh, all I see is that rainbow and that shooting star. The more you know, the big ass <laughs> words that Alex says. <laughs> and. Uh, or syllables wow and that's why i'm like on that train so hard is because i think that that would be complete like give me dre at 80 percent. he's locking up like over 90 percent of the league just off of that by itself because he was elite right and like i i don't i'm confident he'll come back to like at least 80 percent. my concern is just like how he's gonna fit in because we, they've gone 60 plus games uh like their game plan which has worked pretty well has been mm. without him in the on the court and yes like defensively he'll be fine he'll fit in but then offensively he wasn't like he was pretty uh a, a pretty big liability offensively and obviously dort still has a long way to go too so it's not like they're one's head, a, mm. a tier over the other but I, I don't know i just worry about how offensively that's fit but also, also remember that I mean, pre-corona, pre you know quarantine, pre the world shutting down, basically, uh, we were heading into that time period in the NBA season where people are you know are being bought out and people are signing, you know those prorated contracts for the rest of the season. So I'm pretty sure we were on on the docket to go ahead and sign somebody um, to come in, you know come in and maybe have some playoff minutes or maybe have just some developmental minutes, and so. You know, basically, Dre would probably be that person that comes in mm-hmm. and you know finds their way somehow on this team. Um, and and the thing is, we I, I think we have a great floor general in Chris Paul that they'll find a way to use him because he has tools that can be used out on the floor, you know, defensively. And the good thing about it is, you know, I, I kind of came up with that scenario where we played Dort and Robertson together. But it's a good thing because when Dort sits, Robertson can come in. And so right. you don't have that lapse of a non-defensive player, wing player out there. Um, and so, you know, uh, an opposing team can't just, you know, bench one of their big-time wings and then wait till Dort sits down and then comes back in with the, with the subs. And then we get, you know, we get throttled for a couple minutes whenever the subs are out there. And so – my argument's what's the difference between Andre and one of these young guys we've been playing offensively? I mean, the only thing that I think we get yeah. out of it is it up and up on the defensive end. And I mean, we're we're good, you know, at times, but we're also really bad at times. 
And I just think that uh, getting that stability there, like I said, it, this is under the muse that everything is like hunky dory between Dre and the Thunder. Right. Um, yeah. Because this is, I think we can all agree, this is a weird situation. And I don't think any of us really know what the hell he can bring offensively either. I mean, maybe him and Lethal Shooter lived together during quarantine for a while and uh, had Rachel what happened with Lethal, make him Lethal did, did Rachel, did, uh, did uh, Lethal Shooter just like... No, he's out there. I think the I earth? saw him. I think I saw him. He probably I mean, got hired by somebody, man, and that's he's all having I to just shut down. Inst- that's all I saw on my Instagram like a year and a half ago. And yeah. then all of a sudden, I, I, you know, it's radio silence from him. Uh, he probably He probably got signed by somebody, and it has to be on the DL now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's I, I. I'm down for Dre. I mean, I think that'll be a really, really good time. Mm-hmm. And I and, and I think the the linchpin and all this is going to be Stephen Adams. Like the only yeah. relic <laughs> from the time that Dre last played with us that's still on the team basically is Stephen Adams. That's so Adam. crazy. So yeah. that that is that is. I mean, literally, he's been out for two years now, and the only player that's still on the team from that time is. Ferguson yeah, and say Ferg yeah, and Steve. Uh, yeah, that's I think that's Steve. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Holy yeah. crap! <laughs> it's so it's crazy how like how much this team has changed since then. Uh, yeah, like how also am I fact, still alive after all this? Like, it feels like it should be fifty years from now. Yeah, I need the EKG stat because yeah. this makes I cannot believe that just hit me all in my face at once. Right the now. the other thing that's crazy to me is that like. PG and Roberson only played like <laughs> played like a week together, which is all, like P- PG was here yeah. for like two. Well, I mean, a week is exaggerating, but it was like yeah, yeah. wasn't that long. It was a few played half a season. Jeez, yeah. whenever when he started to when he ended, and then like and then PG was there. Yeah, it's true. And then just left, and Roberson just never came. Roberson. Uh-huh. yeah. Can you say his name right? Just I. I promise you, there are some that I do as a joke. That one, I it just instinctively comes out that way. I swear. <laughs> and to God, that's like that is the way I say it. And I really hope if I ever get into Thunder Media, I don't have to interview him because I will mess it up. And I, I, I don't just want to start it off. He'll be like he'll be like a foot taller than me and like about to punch me in the face, and I'll be like, I'm so sorry. You're no, just from- a. Just, just be like one of those media members that doesn't use last names. Just be like, hey, Andre. Dre, or hey, Dre. Yeah, just call him Dre yeah. every time, yeah. Or, or walk <laughs> in like the stepbrothers did and just be like, is it Pam? Oh, two M's? <laughs> is there an N at the end? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, I, Good times. I, everyone's speculating about him at this point. And, yeah, like we said, it, it's going to be interesting to see. The eight-game free season thing they're doing will be nice does come back i'm ready for the playoff but he should come out and sting music like the wcw wrestler sting <laughs> or like the he bull- should come out from the ceiling yeah <laughs> like sting used to you know the bulls uh theme song that they played in the last dance like that yeah. that song him walking yeah out. Awesome. oh gosh Par- parsons project yeah it'd be sick you know what i'm excited about what is uh I, getting to watch jacked up uh SGA and jacked up Ooh, Darius Baisley. They got yeah. some muscle. They got some muscles on them. They got oh, some muscle. Man. And uh, uh Dennis doesn't have his stripe. 
four. So that means his power is gone. Powers are gone. So someone's going to have to step up. Wait a second. What if that was like his battery was draining and that's why he was getting the blonde strike? Maybe he's got rid of it. He's fully charged and ready to go. Oh, what? He's <laughs> replacing, replacing the battery, so to speak. Yeah. I, I, I think he's, it, it's on like Donkey Kong for him. I feel like mm. his baby's older. You know, he's probably getting <laughs> a little bit more sleep. Uh, no, I think his wife was like, pregnant. Oh, I like how whenever there's a kid of like one of the players, we just all like that. We have such a dad podcast here. We immediately just like translate everything into like what it would be like as a dad to be an NBA player. Like, oh yeah, his kid is now like nine months, so he's probably like this stage. <laughs> Tierney, all, just wait till it happens to you. I know. Man. I'm not just saying it's wait. a bad thing. It's just always yeah. funny how we like we think that way on this. Yeah, podcast. it's it's, it's the most life changing thing ever, and it's the scariest thing for like a month or two and then you're like oh it's okay i'm pretty sure when he had his baby he like did way better <laughs> now he yeah you get daddy strength man yeah. that's what happens it was like i'm already i'm already putting better. on the weight son Ooh, y'all better wow. watch out you're, getting, you're stepping on basley's ground with that the yeah. <laughs> then they uh then they turn into teenagers and you wonder what the hell happened <laughs> <laughs> It's like Alex is still living through that right now. Dennis will yeah. be probably retired by the time it is probably, but still, so he'll be he'll be ready to go there. Uh, but yeah, so like we were saying, basketball's back. Um, we can't talk Woo! about it on <clears throat> I think the last podcast. Mm-hmm. The, the format is interesting. Uh, oh, that was another thing Preston mentioned is he still doesn't know the schedule. Nobody knows the schedule. Um. But he did say he he believes it's going to be on the regular season, like format so that that all adds up. But um, yeah, we're still kind of unclear on that. Uh, one thing I want to correct from last podcast, I think I said it incorrectly. Um, for the play-in format, it's only if the nine seed is four games back. It's not if every single seed below eight seed is four games back. I think I, that's what I said last time. So it's only an eight nine play-in type of thing. So, so Dan, so so like I I have not read up on like a hundred percent of everything that's out there. So if the ninth seed is within four games of the eighth seed, there's a play-in game. It yeah, yeah. I don't. There's really a raw know. deal. It's a single for elimination for the ninth it, seed, though. It's a single right. elimination for the ninth seed, and, and the double. ninth seed has to win. Yeah, is it two in a row to get in pretty much? So I assume it's like if the nine seed wins the first game, then it's a a single elimination for both. Yeah. So it's like the eight seed either Mm. has to win one of the two or the nine seed has to win both. Yeah. I mean, it's going to make for exciting basketball, believe me. Yeah. But I I I still think it's a raw deal. I think it would be awesome. The eight seed. It would be. But it would be fun to watch, like, if, if the Pelicans can sweep into that. Nine C watching Zion versus Jaw would be awesome. Um, that would so yeah, be that, yes. That would be, and also probably the reason why they allowed thirteen teams from the Western Conference. It was totally because of Zion. Like <laughs> that had to have been it. The and Zion also, effect and Damian. Yeah, <laughs> babies. Baby. Yeah. So um, one of the one of the things we, I was actually talking about on Twitter was. These nine through 13 seeds, especially the Suns, I think they can't actually do this, but uh, hypothetically, it would be very funny if the Suns were invited and then just like didn't try in any of the eight games just so they could tank 
and try to get like a better lottery seed for the next which is like and, and the that's obviously not the case but steve brought up a point today about like uh if you lose your they first, can worsen their record right so like if you lose your first game or two for the suns and you can't you're there's no shot then you start tanking so you get like the worst of those 22 teams and your lottery still is better it just won't mm-hmm. surpass the other eight teams that are not in it so like it's gonna be weird because if we play our regular season schedule we play the suns like game seven of eight so at that point phoenix may not even care so yeah. that so that you then factor into as like an easier win and i think we also play uh the spurs i want to say so there's like another border team in there that they might not care mm-hmm. at that point so it's kind of interesting it's going to be i i can't wait for the actual schedule to come out it's gonna be really interesting to kind of like dissect what the the borderline teams are going to do you know where we play them but, huh yeah i think they should probably there should there's got to be some sort of protection there for that like the to desensitize that type well, of so there is you can't you can't pass the other eight teams that aren't in it so sure they've locked, sure they've locked theirs but i don't think there's anything to de-incentivize taking against the other 22 teams yeah huh yeah. all right well, whatever nba like I, I mean i don't know it doesn't sound like there is um at least from i can opinion. tell you i can tell you one thing i can tell you that um Adam Silver is looking at this and he's hoping that number one, it works. And number one, yeah. it generates a ton of interest because then his little fantasy of an in-season tournament mm-hmm. kind of uh, gains a little bit of steam. And, you know, so I'm pretty sure he, he's, he's, and I'm pretty sure if, if this works out as far as a single place type scenario, that the in-season tournament during the all-star break in one place probably goes into play also for the next you know collective bargaining agreement i think i think i speak for a lot of people when i say this whole season's already a bust like no it's not gonna feel the same well no i'm saying it's not gonna feel the same or be the same as any other season that's you know quote-unquote regular again you know hey that's that parade that parade on reno still gonna feel the same whenever it happens that's that's what i was gonna say it is not a bust until (laughs) if i don't if OKC is eliminated, then it's a bust. But no, if I don't they mean are not, it in that way. No, I don't mean it in that way. Not from like a winning <laughs> level, right? I'm talking about as far as like yeah. having to play the games pretty much with no fans. Yeah. The, yeah. You know, it's going to be weird. Hyped in music. Like it's going to be, I, I don't know. And then like I saw Antonio Daniels talking about it. Like, oh, they're going to delay. They're going to have to yeah. because, yeah, they are, <laughs> they are freaking pirates down there. It's crazy yeah. fun I listening heard. to them talk and yell at each other. You know, while they're on the floor, um, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's probably the reason they don't do mic up more than they do already because they would have to just censor so much of it. Well, think about Mello screaming at the the mic that's above the you know the backboard, and you oh, hear yeah. him say, "You know, get the out of here." Got to get the least <laughs> six six times a game, clearly his day. So I don't know. I just I think. What would be really, really cool since the NBA and ESPN and Disney, they're all sort of like the same. Yep. You know, they're, they're all sleeping I'll, together. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll um, take them in the same bag. I mean, hey, 
we just went we just we just went through unedited the last dance and that that's was just what fun. i was that's exactly like, where i was about to go with it is mm. is we should get two different options there as fans i feel oh. like to hear if, if like I'm if you that, want the raw you want the raw yeah like yeah. league pass you guys already took all my money but you guys give me a playoffs unedited i will forget about the two months I that you like pretty much that. owe me like i, I will like forget that. about that if you just give me and, and give me locker room access during the half times and stuff like that where at that point it really doesn't matter you know what I mean? Like if you're if you're doing it like in the finals, right? Not so much any other time, but like in the finals. How freaking dope would that be? And like no matter See, what, I, no, you could police that because you could keep. Hey, if you're in that locker room, you can't yeah. talk to nobody. No communication devices. You guys are all right here in this room. There's no way that any other team could find out what was going on. There's no way. For so, like I I honestly think that. That would be the best thing ever for fans, at least, is to hear that unedited, uh, raw basketball talk. You know, while they're out on the floor, because that would be just dope. I would love. I would. I, I would hope that the NBA would take advantage of this mm-hmm. and put their cameras in the locker rooms and things like that for this unprecedented season. I mean, just to you know, after the season's over with, like, kind of have like a uh, was it hard knocks. But right, you know, based off of based off of what happened in Orlando, because believe me, I, I want to see basketball, but I would also love to see how the players reacted to the to this newness of this new system um, that t- transpired because of you know of a, of a scenario that nobody planned for. I think yeah, I think it's a perfect opportunity to be experimental with a lot of things because it is already mm-hmm. weird. why not make it weirder. Um, one of the things also that I thought of today or like the other day was those <clears throat> sideline cams they did back in like the late nineties where it was just like a, a camera panning from one side to the other. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That a floor cams, level. Yeah. Floor level side cam. Why are those not, why don't we have those anymore? Yeah. You have the opportunity now. I mean, I'm pretty yeah. sure there's, there's just way too much interference yeah. um, in a real NBA arena right, during a, yeah, a playoff yeah. game. Now you got, but money. in this scenario, yeah, I'm sure the camera angles I mean, get- are going to be stupid during this. I already know they will be. They're going to have stuff yeah. in places we've never even seen before. They're just going to have like a top-down view where you can only see like the top of their head. I mean, I would say a sweet sideline view. There's going to be a lot of different stuff that we're going to be able to see. You know, I do hope. Up. I hope League Pass does the thing they do uh, with like TNT games where you can watch. Like, because it's nationally televised, they can't show the actual live game, so they just show you all the, like, camera angles from just live from wherever they're shooting from. Oh, during, during the break? Yeah, even during the break, they'll just, like, show you different people or yeah. whatever. The, I, I hope they do that for League Pass 2. And with the mic access, and especially the reason I think that'd be cool is to see Chris Paul, because I would be super fascinated to see how he's communicating on the court like see, seeing what he's saying yeah and then uh, how he like controls everything that would be super cool i would i would love to i would go ahead I would love, alex i'm sorry so i would just love to hear um the the dialogue between chris paul and billy donovan because they seem mm-hmm. to have like a very cerebral player coach type relationship right um so i would love to hear that go see, ahead, i want steve-o i want to hear oh Steve-O. i would love steve <laughs> i would love steve He's calling out screens. He's he's doing a lot, you know, on both sides. 
whenever I've been able to sit kind of close, you hear him make that little whoop oh, yeah. sound <laughs> like I don't know how many times. And I guess each like whoop, whoop, you know, bleep blurp that he makes being something different. <laughs> and somebody knows what's going on, except for me. But he, uh, I think that would be really, really fun. And I like yours, Alex, like hearing Billy and Chris Paul talk would be, yeah, that'd be fun. Like coach versus future coach type of yeah. thing. Uh, yeah. uh, Steve, like every time Steve is mic'd up on like the TNT broadcast and they play it back, it's always a joy. Like every single one he does. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah. I'd love to see that too. Um, yeah. The other weird thing that came out that got kind of a bit of uh, debate going is um, coaches not being able to actually be there. And I guess, I mean, the logic would be that coronavirus is more susceptible for older people but i don't know i feel like if you're gonna have this going on you can't really make that restriction it's like you either have to have the coaches there or you just don't play like if you're starting this up again you're basically saying that this is safe enough to do so it should be safe enough to do for the coaches too you can't really like do both sides that that's my take at least Mm-hmm. See, I'm torn here, and the reason why is because, like, I think a lot of us have already forgotten with everything that sort of happened recently. Oh yeah, but you know, like people don't even remember coronavirus anymore. Well, just that, but like, did it, think did about it, it go away? Yeah, you know. it's gone. Did it, it just a, magically did, go? Like, like, like me? Spring break. I'm sorry, Jerry. Like, like Jerry, just just remember what you were gonna say. But I'm, yeah. I'm gonna go off on a tangent here because this oh, is something boy. that me and my wife have Buckle talked down. about. Buckle down. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. I'm stuck at home now. You know, I'm, I'm, I usually work about 16 hours a day. So I hardly get to see, you know, my family for the most part, most days. But since this thing has happened, you know, it's been kind of a blessing for me because I've actually gotten to spend time with, you know, my kids, spend time with my wife. And so we go out, you know, at night sometimes and, and we've, we've done our backyard real nice. And so we sit out there and we talk and it's just like one of the things we talk about is like, where the hell did this thing go? <laughs> Like, no, like, for real, like, so number one, more people are out. And believe me, I go out sometimes and I wear my mask just because, you know, I have, you know, I have kids that are asthmatic. I have a mother who, who beat cancer, but, you know, her immune system is still down. And so um, I go out with my mask and I protect myself. But damn, nobody out there hardly has their mask on. No, so like. And, and like, you know, you know, you're not necessarily hearing about numbers spiking dramatically. Like you still have it out there and they say, oh yeah, but it's just, it's just completely weird to me. Like, like it kind of lends credence to those conspiracy theories that are saying that the media is hyping this up, you know, for the per, you know, for the purposes of them getting more views and them getting this and them getting that. And it's just like, where the hell did this thing go? Like it, it, it is a media thing too, which is really annoying because it is out there, but the media knows that the protests get more views so they just abandon it and we used to get like daily updates. oh my goodness we used no, to get daily used updates to be on 24 hours almost yeah was, and so it like it was rec like it was record scratch type thing like and then we just went over to the other thing yeah it's it, it's i that is really annoying with the media to not keep their eye on it at least because it i think that is the reason why people stopped wearing masks is because they don't see it in the news anymore and obviously this is like yeah. not good logic but the thought process is probably like well it's not a big deal now because the news isn't covering it and so then that happens and yeah like before all of this george floyd protests happened everyone in the medical community was like yes based off of oklahoma's uh 
regulations uh, basically like loosening, they're expecting a mid-June uh, spike. And with this now, it's that spike is going to be a heck of a spike mm -hmm. in mid-June. Like it's going to be, if, if you had any doubt that that was going to be a problem before, it's going to be a problem now. Because you see pictures in like even Ada, Oklahoma, I saw people protesting out there and it's everywhere. So, and, and they're clearly yeah. not like they're, they're shoulder to shoulder on the street, uh, especially like in places like Philadelphia, I saw a huge, huge crowd taking up the entire road. Um, and as much as those are, those peaceful protests are good in the medical sense, that's still a problem. And that's, that's where it's kind of weird because it's like you, if you are pro peaceful protests, but also pro safe, for coronavirus it's like where do, how do you how do you resolve where's the middle right so that's a weird topic to kind of well, i think out. part of it i mean at the end of the day if you're if you're going off of what most people are thinking and you're having states saying hey go ahead and open up <clears throat> oklahoma's gonna just you know be right. like oh sweet let's go you know what I mean? I'm glad that uh, you guys finally decided to open up everything. And <clears throat> like, there isn't a middle, you know, to answer your question on that. There isn't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think you, you have to choose based on what is in your life. Like Alex, you know, your circumstances, it's, it's, you know, yeah, make sense. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Cause I wear my mask pretty much everywhere I go. Also, you know, if, if I run into the convenience store real quick and it doesn't act, I'm not gone gas or jump about it but with yeah. you know i go to other stores and and there's nobody wearing masks and you know what what i tell myself is hey even if i'm asymptomatic i want to make sure that i'm doing the responsible thing for somebody else's family member mm -hmm. that maybe they're not being um safe the way that they need to and vice versa i have a seven-month-old daughter we don't know if she has any underlying conditions you know what i mean mm -hmm. do i want to bring that home and and so i don't i think just based on where your circumstances are at i think you just have to make the responsible decision there um uh, but yeah there's gonna be a spike you know but <clears throat> i expected it with us because this is just what we do you yeah. know this is what we were gonna do because it was sort of a a screw you to the media um uh, you know as, as much as we talked about it there um <clears throat> we just I don't know. Oklahoma's always had that sort of stubborn mentality. Yeah, I agree, Jerry. It is. I think the answer to that is it's very circumstantial. And uh, like you guys said, you've got kids or or um, relatives that are uh, it not are immune immunocompromised. I can never say that correctly the first time. <laughs> but um, the, I thought your dad was a doctor. What? A <laughs> it doesn't mean I am, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like for me, in my case, like I would be probably one of the people that would be safer to go out because I'm not like, I don't have a kid and right yep. now I'm not around mm. any old people or people that would be at risk. So hopefully the people out on the streets are in my situation more so than yeah. someone that would, should not be out there. Yeah. Um, there's other ways, you know, there's other ways to speak out. Uh, without directly marching if you can't do it so don't feel like you are uh 
you know, not supporting the cause you want to support just because of that. Um, Sign petitions. Which, I just I just transitioned this really well on accident. If you want to go buy a shirt to help this <laughs> uh, the, the dress for dress, success, yeah. uh, that's still going on. We've sold about fifteen shirts at this point. Uh, so we appreciate everybody who did that. Um, and we're gonna. I don't know. I don't know what we're probably gonna wait till we hit maybe a couple hundred dollars in donations before we send it off. Um, but we'll keep doing it even after that. So if you want to go buy a shirt to support um, bonfire.com and search Topic Thunder, or if you'd rather just give your money directly to the organization, there's a GoFundMe uh, for Dress for Success to help rebuild their Oklahoma City um, uh, establishment back up. So, and they're awesome shirts. And they're awesome shirts. They're so, good yes. shirts. Not, o- shirts. Not only is it for a great cause, you but they wear. are completely and totally awesome shirts. You can wear it out 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 in the streets. Out in the um, street. So going back to the whole coach thing. Yeah, uh, I don't know how we, we got were talking about. We got on a weird tangent there. Alex, he <laughs> took my us fault. off the highway. Oh, it was yeah, my that's fault. How we got, uh, that's how we got, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I think a lot of people forget that Carl Anthony Towns' mother just passed away because of this. You know what I'm I, saying? I, so that's to me is so, the, the worst example of like how this affects the NBA it's like that is such a close closely yeah. intimate relationship that's yeah the NBA that it yeah. like actually killed somebody uh, yeah so I, I think that that's really tough so I think the NBA is definitely going to say hey I'd rather take the you know the the side of being cautious as opposed to being so gung-ho with a part of my my organization mm-hmm. um right you know that that is over that age right um I, and it's just like I think many other employers out there, they're going to have to rethink how you know they do some things um, with some of their you know employees that may have some autoimmune disease, um, you know, that have other things going on at home. So uh, I I I see the coaches side of it though too, right? I think right. they have a very fair. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think I would be the same exact way, um, but I also don't think that the NBA wants to have, you know, something like that happen again, since it, you know, did happen very close to the NBA with Carl Anthony Towns small. So, um, yeah, we'll just, we'll see on that. I mean, that's all we can do is wait. I'm kind of curious for Kit, for Cat, like how I'm curious about what his thinking is about even restarting. Um, like if he wants to play. Because are they, well, I guess, I got, but I don't think I, I think I think so, they're out of it. Yeah, right, yeah, so that's a bad example. But I mean, like people that are in yeah. the tournament that sure. had people close to them affected because he obviously wasn't the only one. No, I wonder how they feel about all. I mean, that. just think about Danilo. Just think yeah, about uh, Gallinari, yeah. who he you know he's lost you know he's lost. He said he's lost like uncles and aunts yeah. um, over there in Italy because of that, and people that he's he's grown up with. So. Oh, yeah, it's definitely something that, you know, I'm pretty sure. I mean, there, there probably has to be some concession. Like either mm-hmm. – like a, a coach for the most part, you know, other than, you know, one, two, three, go in the middle of a dog pile of players. They're not. Probably not a good idea for you. Yeah. It's pro- but, I mean, as a coach also, he's social distance as it is because you're not out there on the floor with the players. Um, and so, you know, I'm pretty sure if they take precautions and if they do what they're supposed to do as far as keeping their distance – you know, they can, 
they can lessen the possibility. There's still a huge possibility, but you can lessen the possibility. I imagine it's just going to be like getting really it. easy. They're just going to have like the coaches like eight rows back. And they just have like megaphones calling out like the <laughs> Imagine Billy Donovan like No, it's gonna be man. a screen. Man to man. It's gonna be a screen set up on the sideline and they're gonna be in Microsoft Teams. Um <laughs> setting plays up and stuff. I mean, honestly, with drones. some of those older coaches, they could do something like that. You know what I mean? We like can Popovich. make that happen. Yeah, virtual sort of. Popovich trying to figure out like a virtual way to get in would be very funny. Well, no, I'm just saying (laughs) they could they could legit have a live feed right there, you know, where it's there's no delay on it or anything like that, and still be able to coach from from you know maybe a satellite place inside the arena or something. Yeah, I yeah, but I mean, don't want that. Yeah, I know. Your view, your view as a live person, is not the same view as a camera. Yeah, constricted like view I, as a camera. If, if if Popovich were given that opportunity, I think he would just immediately turn it down. Yeah, I'm just like, trying to be pragmatic, guys. Okay? I know. I'm just good. This All right. Very. It's very yeah. thoughtful. <laughs> but Popovich would be like, "That's oh, very thoughtful," and and I'm pretty sure Mrs. D'Antoni and Mrs. Gentry applaud your effort. They appreciate it, but oh, then yes. you got Popovich. He's gonna slam that thing but, on the ground. Yeah. Coach has got a coach. Did anybody see that tweet about Alvin Gentry walking in a protest and some guy, uh, he asked some guy. Or smoking weed. He was smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did see that. I forgot about that. Was so funny. <laughs> oh, like, it's like, hey, what you got? You got <laughs> I forget the tweet. That it was hilarious. Oh, man. Um, he probably, like, didn't call it weed. He probably called it, like, something, like, very night, like very out of wacky tobacco. No, no, no. I think, he, I think he did. It was either that or he called it some loud. It was something like that. <laughs> some of those things some loud. <laughs> oh, by the way, did you guys? See, there was a video. I wish I saved it because I can't find it now. Uh, during, I think it may have been pre George Floyd, but there was a video of a police officer pretending to be like druggy. And he was trying to get some weed off of some guys. And he was, like, acting, quote-unquote, high. But he didn't really know how to act high. So he, like, came out, like, stumbling from the ATM with his money as if he was, like, he, I guess he was pretending to be, like, high, but he was looking drunk or something like that. Which oh, my gosh. Very different things that happened. He read and, his Dare Your Book a little yeah, bit too hard right there. Yeah, and he, he was saying, can I get some loud? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i think of now whenever i i hear that word like, you got some loud got some loud guys get out of here that is that is probably one of the funniest uh stories from all of this in the nba world in the protest i was like, looking for that word. no the guy was just smoking it next to him he wasn't looking for it i don't know man the way that tweet was phrased it sounded like he was wanting a little a little bit I mean, I can see Alvin. He does look like he, he has does. a little shot of glaucoma. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. He's, yeah. So I don't know. I wouldn't put it past. Him. But yeah, there was uh, there was a lot of people on the streets. Gian- Giannis was on the streets, which to me, if you're like a if you're a police officer and you're trying to arrest people, the last thing you want to see is a seven foot, two hundred freaking eighty five pound man, muscular as hell, in your in your protest. Yeah. With an eighty-five foot, eighty-five foot wingspan, wingspan. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys see Russ and Russ uh, Jamar were together today? 
um, in Compton. So, I mean, mm-hmm. PG, uh, I think it was out there, maybe. Oh, but, God. Who knows what he was he, doing? He, he, here's, my, here's my thing with that. Like, like, some of you guys, you know, you guys got to go and talk about this in, in a previous episode. Um, I completely agree with the protests. I completely agree with, you know, as a, as a Hispanic man in this country, you know, I'm just a shade away from, from being misidentified myself, um, a shade of color away, but not even now that I think that's like, as far as profiling, that's not, it's not. And, but my thing is now, so, so you've been protesting for about a week, you know, a week and some days. Um, and you've been doing a great job of it. You know, all the protests have been, for the most part, peaceful. You know, those those crazy protests that you see that turn violent or that turn, you know, hectic. Those are few and far between compared to the the, the peaceful protests, even around the world. Mm-hmm. Now, what is the next step? Right. That is that's the question to me. What is the next step now? And what kind of worries me with this is that I don't think this movement has a leader per se. I think it's, you know, I think it's, it's kind of like a, like a think tank type mentality, but I don't think that nobody really knows exactly what exactly they want to do past this. Like, you know, so people need to realize that these protests eventually will die down because that's what usually happens. You know, people have to, you know, people usually go back to regular life, you know, but you got to remember about this in November, you have to worry, you know, you have to remember about this in those, you know, senatorial and gubernatorial primaries and those senatorial and gubernatorial. Exactly. Not just every four years, just vote like every time there's a vote and know what you're voting for. Right. You know, don't just vote for somebody because they have a good voice or somebody because they sound good. No, you got to look at the issue. And what I'm hoping is that these things, you know, these, these issues that we're facing now become part of the presidential campaign issues that have to go forward because that will force the incumbent to kind of have to talk about this and have to, you know, have to kind of face what he's done himself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, yeah. No, I totally that's my thing. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, I think that is the next step is voting like that, that uh, it's it kind of perfect timing with the way this happened and have it being an uh, election year you know fortunately it's going to be still fresh on people's minds to the most part come november it also mm-hmm. helps that like everybody's been out of work because of coronavirus so the, that helped with keeping this going protest um it was kind of yeah. like a perfect perfect that's situation. true situation um but yeah eventually it's going to die out like eventually this happens with any protest it doesn't Part of it's like the media stops covering it because it doesn't get as many views. It gets boring for people, but then it kind of loses steam for the, yeah. the protesters, and then, yeah, it just goes downhill eventually. So there's got to be a next step, um, and I, I think that's exactly right. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I think I think that was pretty much it. I, the the only other thing I had on the docket, which isn't NBA news but Oklahoma news, is that uh, Oklahoma State was given a hefty punishment for their uh yes legal, legal one violation. after they punished themselves right they fired like, the guy who i forget his name but they fired that one dude yeah 
and then lost basketball money, lost scholarships for themselves. Like they did the it themselves. Scholarships, the scholarship, yeah, there's, and then, but now with these additional scholarships that I, someone tweeted about how uh, this is similar to USC in their like prime football years. And they're still trying to recover because of those scholarship removals. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be the same thing for OSU, except OSU was not like USC in football. So it's going to be See, even worse. I disagree there because you have Mike Boynton there who's running like a hell of a program. He's super clean. He actually cares about, you know, his players a lot. Like Mike Boynton's a damn good coach. And I think he can get some kids here still. Um, got it's just terrible timing. Timing. But I, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen to kids. But I think, I think Boynton, yeah. the, the, the pro- no, he, he's probably going to do the, he the G League thing. Yeah. Oh, gone. yeah, yeah. Dylan was thinking Kentucky, and I, no. and I was like, ha! They'll laugh in your face. Yeah. G League is the move. <laughs> yeah. Get, get a nice, you know, $250,000, $500,000 easily. It does suck for OSU, though, because it's like that was their guy. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, he was like – I saw a, a graphic about how he is – I forget what even the stat was, but it was like – the most outed uh, point guard in college basketball history. It was like above Kyrie Irving, all of these other guys. So Dude, his highlight videos special. are sick. Yeah, he, he seems sick. he seems like a really special player. So the fact that we don't get like the Oklahoma community to appreciate him, yeah. like we do with Trey Young, is going to suck. But it's good for him to get mm-hmm. money and to get paid. So I can't be yeah. like, too upset about it. Kansas better get the hammer thrown at them. That's all. Kansas I is on the hot seat right now. They are yeah. on the hot seat. They better get the. I want to see just hellfire and brimstone. I mean, if OSU got that, then Kansas. That's what I'm saying. Kansas is going to be like eliminated as a state or something. It's going to be like ridiculous. <laughs> going to be a ridiculous punishment. Oh man. So. Or R.I.P. Cowboys. Pokes up me and Steve. Yeah. Over here crying together. I mean, I'm not an OSU fan, but it still sucks. Yeah, it, it, I, I agree it was a harsh punishment. And they are obviously going to dispute it. They had a video yeah. conference. Uh, Carson Cunningham, the other, guy, the other Cunningham, was live tweeting it. Um, it does seem like they're going to dispute it. And hopefully that works out. I mean, at least they get – hopefully they at least get rid of those scholarship removals uh, and let back into the tournament. That was the other, like, awful – penalty for them was that they don't yeah. play in the nit or the march yeah. madness um so we'll see keep you updated on that but yeah that's, that's all we got for now next uh next week we are gonna do a, a, the dad bracket ranking this weekend but we we got behind people can join today so next weekend we will or next monday episode we will have that yep. i'm gonna tweet out all of the list of them from the Topic under account so people can start debating early before we rank them. Uh, who's the best papa? Who's the best <laughs> TV show dad? Find out I next love week. it when you call me big pop. Um, to, uh, the midweek is going to be, I don't know whether we're going to do that. We'll be there, but we'll have another episode out Thursday or Friday. Um, yeah, so then, fellas, uh, you got, any, got anything left to say? Yeah, love each other. Wash your hands. That's my thing. Put put your mask on if you can. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that especially. Yeah, that's about it. Heck yeah.
All right. Well, as Jerry said, don't forget to wash your hands for the coronavirus. Uh, always be sure to hoop when you can. And as always, register to vote. Register to vote. And as always, Thunder Oak. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.